Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I'm your host, Ophelia, and here's your top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. Welcome back, guys. So let's get the let's get everything out of um out of the way about um what happened this week. And these are just my full rants. You guys know how I care about Sony. Sony is a bitch. Sony is a bitch. Microsoft, the deal for Microsoft and Activision and Blizzard is still underway. However, the FTC has, um, you know, has um, sued the company so that they can try to stop this merger and whatnot. I know Sony is 100% behind this and I'm going to explain to you guys why. Phil Spencer came out this week and told everybody that they are going to, they have signed a commitment to Nintendo and um, Steam for 10 years for Call of Duty. Then all of a sudden, this LTC came out, like, literally the day later. Now, everybody was on board. Now, y'all know, I'm just going to talk to y'all like y'all are adults. And that y'all know how to play these games. I was sitting here, what was it, a week ago or a couple of weeks ago when I came out here with the numbers and I said, um, God of War to Ragnarok, they sold over 5 million in one week, probably up to 8 now. I'm giving, I'm giving you grace here. And so here I am, and I reported this to you guys. I said, oh, these are the PlayStation 5 numbers. I mean, like, that's one out of five because I'm like, that's 25 people, right? I completely and utterly forgot that they had also put that game on the PS4. You had a base. A, a user base with at least 175 million people with your player base. And you mean to tell me that your game, your star of this holiday season only sold 5 to 8 million copies? What I And did you compare the Pokemon game who was riddled? with performance issues and whatnot, right? And then y'all came out 
and they sold and continue to sell over 10 million 10 million in a week I cannot stress this enough when I utter these words Sony makes brilliant games I'm not knocking that I think that their companies are incredible problem here is, is this. You have too many streamers that plays these PlayStation games. People will rather watch you play that game than go buy it themselves. Because Sony fans are not buying these games. Sony fans are all buying Fortnite. FIFA and Call of Duty. See, Sony knows Call of Duty. It's its bread and butter. Pretty much all 30 parties is Sony's bread and butter. Because the first party is not. And I can tell you guys, yes, I did play the God of, the, the God of War and stuff like that, even though I thought the mechanics was just like, you know, you know, I, I had my feelings on it but just like the first one I remember when um when um the last of us and the last of us part 2 came out I never bought the games the last of us actually came with my system and I gave it away I didn't buy it because I knew what it was. It's a great game, but it's a phenomenal movie. Sony knows that they need to, I did the same thing with, um, I'm sorry, I left that last one open-ended. That's what I did with the first God of War. Watch the movie on YouTube. Didn't feel I needed to play the game. It did, and, and now that it's down to what, 16, 17, 15 dollars? I still won't pick it up. Sony is making cinematic games experiences. Games, you got these streamers who are picking up, getting on Twitch and Discord, and people are literally watching them play this game. They have to change their formula. And keep in mind, I get it when it comes to, um, like I said, I didn't understand the appeal to, um, to Call of Duty until I really got into Fortnite. And then I said, okay, I cannot, you know, shut them down no more because I get it. It's fun. 
I just don't play Call of Duty because it's too realistic. Sony knows who is supporting them. And right now, the king of that is Call of Duty. And they're trying everything in their power to make sure that this merger does not go through. Because if Call of Duty goes everywhere else, including Nintendo, including Steam, first of all, it goes to Steam. A lot of the PlayStation boys are going to go over there. A lot of them are going to go over there. And if they go, it's just, it's, if they go to Game Pass, which I'm sure Microsoft is probably going to pull, there's no reason to be going to PlayStation. None. Talking about they they're trying to like you know take up all of the franchises. No, sweetheart, they are literally one step ahead. And I told you guys this. I explained to you guys when these two new consoles came out. I said it's not about power no more. It's about features. It's about what can you give me and services. When I tell you guys, Game Pass was the best thing that Microsoft gave the people, y'all don't understand the power behind that. For $15 a month and the library that you get, I mean, you can play day one games. Day one games. Diablo 4. If they had that merger, you could play that day one on Game Pass. In the other place, you'll have to pay for it. You'll have to ask yourself, why the hell am I paying for this? I want them to get this acquisition. And I'm I I didn't feel like to be spiteful, but now I'm I'm now I'm on that team. Yeah, be spiteful. I want you to get um acquisition of um Activision and Blizzard. So you are going to have to figure it out. Your name alone, play as five, and keep in mind, guys, I have one. And they have beautiful games. Beautiful games. But, yeah. Mm-mm. Sorry.
I don't want them. I don't want y'all playing no more. Go for the go for the juggler and get the game. Um the video game awards. Interesting show. I enjoyed it. Um again I still it's it still went on. Did y'all catch the one at the end, the video game um the um the game of the year? I am so happy that the game awards the um the, the game of the year went to Elden Ring because it should have went to Elden Ring it should have went to Elden Ring because Elden Ring started off the year with a bang and what I tell you guys that when I, you've heard me talk about this game the majority of the time here it's a bar with a game set the bar it has to be game of the year I know that they was gonna try to give it to um, God of War. God of War literally just came out, and keep in mind, God of War is almost identical to the first one, as far as mechanic goes. And they deserve it. And keep in mind, all this year, everyone has been referencing Elden Ring when it came to video games. In order to get an album of the year, a game of the year, a movie of the year, you have to be carrying that whole, you have to be in the conversation for that whole year. Whatever it is that you bring, it has to be in the conversation. If it drops off after six months, who knows? But if it goes seven maybe eight months that you are considered the product of the year. Best game director by direction. That went to Elden Ring. Best narrative went to God of War. Again, Sony is always going to win that because Sony is has a lot of cinematic games. A lot of movie dialogue driven games. Best Art Direction. Now, I was shocked that they gave that to Elden Ring. Because I could have sworn they was going to give that to God of War. God of War is beautiful. Now, let me... Because they had um, Horizon. I take that back. I take that back. God of War is beautiful. But it is second to... Horizon. Horizon is like Breath of the Wild, but when I tell you guys that motherfucking game is stunning, it's stunning. 
It's Avatar level stunning. Best score went for God of War. Best audio went to God of War. Now, you know who I thought was going to grab that? I thought that Call of Duty was going to grab that. I was shocked that they didn't get that. Best performance. <laughs> God of War. That's for voice acting, of course. Um, games for Impact. As Dusk Falls. I haven't played that. Best ongoing game, Final Fantasy XIV Online. Here's the thing. I tried to get into that. It's very hard to get into that game. I mean, servers here. Best indie game, Stray. We all said that that's what that was going to be. Um... Mobile game, Marvel Snap, because that's the new shit. Community support, they gave that to Final Fantasy XIV Online. I didn't. I that should have went straight to um, Destiny too. You want to know what was the best surprise? One of the best surprise. Best action game went to Bayonetta 3. Yeah, a lot of people, including myself, was really surprised. I could have sworn they were going to give that to um, Call of Duty. Best action adventure game went to God of War. Best RPG went to um, Eldering. Best fighting game went to multiverse, really. Really? I, I'm, I'm sure no one's playing that game now. Um, best family game. Um, Kirby the Forgotten Land. Gran Turismo 7 went for the best sports game. Best Sims strategy game. Um... Mario plus Rabbits, Sparks of Hope. I just got that game. I just got that game. Um, best multiplayer game. The Call of Duty, the Multiverse, the Overwatch, and you know who won? Splatoon 3. But I said this a long time ago. I didn't understand. <laughs> Not to go on a tangent, but here it is. I, before I, okay, before, um, this is how, this is my, um, this is how I got into shooters. Okay, y'all remember when Overwatch first came out, right? Well, I didn't have, I can't, I bought it for the PS4, but I didn't understand it. But you want to know what I did understand? I did understand, um, not Smite. My God, what is that other, um, shooting game? Okay, so, right, um, it, it was called Paladins, and I enjoyed it a lot. So, and then, um, 
it was Paladins. And then, um, when PUBG came out, I was all on Nintendo then, like full in on Nintendo. And while that was becoming popular, this is PUBG, I played Splatoon 2 and I got it. And I was like, oh, this is a very, very fun game. Now, when PUBG really started to blow up, that's when I went and played Fortnite. And then I told everyone about Fortnite. I was like, everyone get into this game. And then Fortnite just completely dominated. And I say all that to say this. To this day, I still play Splatoon. Splatoon is not, it's a, it's a shooter, but it's more of a strategy game. And I think, and this is just my humble opinion, I believe Splatoon to be far more challenging than any other shooter out there. It's a strategic shooter game. And I mean, it's constant constant and you have to you you can it's and it's another reason why I like it too is because you can leave it and then jump right back up into it after a couple of matches you can jump right back into the game so yes it was deserving of the best shooter but I really did think that um that um they was gonna give that to um Call of Duty. And you know they did those other things, those other nominees and all we don't care about that. But the show was good, but the, the, the ending, right? When the game awards, the game of the year came out, that dude came out and said something about his unorthodox Rabbi Reform Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton and I don't understand for the life of me how the hell did that dude get all the way up there on that stage like that but the, the my boyfriend was um who was I, who I was watching this with you know what he clocked him he clocked him a long time I mean he clocked him from the beginning he was like, why is that dude there? And he don't follow games like I do. But he was like, how come that dude is right there? He just seemed really odd. I for the life can me not figure out how in the hell did he get up there. But he has since been arrested. We won't give him no more praise than that. All right, guys. Well, we're going to move on to our next um, set of topics. And those were your top stories in gaming. And now, here's your top stories in pop culture. I 
Um, Cardi B. God, that was so much that went on this goddamn week. Cardi B is talking about she's getting anxieties for making music and stuff like that. Let me tell you something. All right. Let's be adults here. We're going to talk like we're fucking adults. This is what Nicki Minaj was talking about. Y'all have everything to 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 add to this child's music endeavors and whatnot. Let me tell y'all something. Nicki Minaj, and you know I do not like going up for this fucking alpha. I really don't because Nicki Minaj is nothing but and will always be a bully. Nicki Minaj is a, a heifer that wants to be nothing but number one. And she will get to choose who can sit beside her. Cardi B. Just like the rest of these motherfucking goddamn um, rappers and stuff like that. These overnight sensation rappers and stuff like that. They got two albums in them at best. At best. And then y'all hype them up. Pick them against the people who are actually in this game. But then, and keep in mind, y'all won't get the chicas, the, the, not the scissors. Oh my God, what's her name again? Chicas. And these other underground women, what's her name again? Tink? Y'all won't give them any shine. And these are people that actually do this work again, again, for some innate reason. Mediocrity seems to thrive in these industries, day in and they out this and this has nothing to do with what I'm talking about as far as with rap. I'm talking about music in general. And I keep on saying this. And keep in mind, I sweetheart. I know mediocrity. I'm a fan of Britney Spears. A fan. But I also, I'm also aware that Britney Spears has a machine behind her. Cardi B has a machine behind her. Cardi B is nothing but aesthetics. I'm also looking at you too, um, Taylor Swift, Halford, the queen of mediocrity. Taylor Swift got a pen like nobody business. But Taylor Swift is completely mediocrity. Y'all have got to stop propping up this shit. Didn't y'all get mad at them after their third album talking about you fell off? No, sweetheart. The same thing that happened with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj had a team with her. And that team, that team was her and Safari. 
when Nicki Minaj got rid of Safari, Nicki Minaj music fell off. Cardi B up here talking about she doesn't want to make music no more because it gives her anxiety and stuff like that because people are actually judging her music. Well, you have put yourself out there. No, I'm not saying you have. I'm not going to put that just directly on you. Y'all have put this woman on a pedestal and she knows that she's on a pedestal now. She should have sat there and had her food, had her little, um, had her little lane and let go. Let go. Been quiet, but now she wants to get up into everyone's face and stuff like that because these these goddamn rappers with Lotto and everyone, they going they they all going at it. And keep in mind, Nikki, yes, she did start all this shit. But the reason why Nikki started this shit is because Nikki knows the D. She's like, no, these huffers do not write their shit. So, yeah, hopefully she gets together with a good team. I don't think that she's going to do, because her third album is supposed to have been out. I don't think she's going to do a good job with this third album whenever it comes out. You need to shift. You see what Rihanna did, honey? Rihanna changed the game. Rihanna said, I'm not going to do music, honey. That's not my strength no more. My strength is nothing but in products and merchandise. And that's exactly what she is right now. Panties and merchandise. Y'all gonna sexualize me? Well, I'm gonna make damn sure that I get this money. Um... T.J. Holmes. Mm. Damn shame, right? They got rid of that motherfucker. G, I mean, G, uh, Good Morning America is not going to tell no one. They already got his replacement. They already got his replacement. Hold on, let me look this guy up. Talking about that he's going to, like, you know, on, on high haters, right? But here it is. Um, they got, they got a new host for GMA3. And the truth of the matter is, is just like my good friend, um, Rodney the Voice was saying, and it's true, every topic, every story that involves those two goddamn adulterous individuals, everybody it's talking about T.J. Holmes, and nobody is talking about that goddamn woman, Amy. Amy cheated too. But everybody is talking about T.J. Holmes. T.J. Holmes is done for. He's done for. And I'm not upset. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have went that route in the first goddamn place. Um. Girl, what? Tina Turner and Ike Turner's son dies at 62. Oh, my God. What I tell you, I'm looking at this. It's unfortunate, but my 
God, he looked like Ike. I'm sorry for your loss, Tina. You see what Tina did? Y'all saw what Tina did, baby. Tina got money. I went over there to Switzerland and said, fuck y'all, I'm 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 gonna go out here and live my life as a rich black woman in the motherfucking goddamn um in a white neighborhood, honey. White country, Switzerland. Did I just completely drop that last subject about TJ Holmes? Oh god, my mind is everywhere. But yeah, that's what I'll, it, it's, I, I think I'm going to close it with this. Yeah, anyone's talking about T.J. Holmes because that white woman, Amy, she's going to be all right. You know who's also going to be all right? Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner is home. Mama has landed and with her, baby, this is what you need to do. Brittany, girl, for the next motherfucking couple of years, girl, don't you step on another plane. Don't you step on another plane be like, no, nah, I'm going, if it ain't domestic, I ain't getting on it. Don't you go to another country. Because they are watching you. But here's the thing. I'm happy that she's home. I'm happy that... That she's home. And the reason why she's home. Because there was another guy. That's also a, a POV. And he's also in. Um, he's over there. A lot of people are upset. That. Of the trade that happened. Here's the team. Here's the team. Number one. No one knew about the peel, the, uh, the 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 white one over there. No one knew about him. No one still knows about him. But when Brittany Grinder went over there, everybody got on social media and was like, "Bring that girl home." And the reason why they need to bring that, of course, everyone needs to go home. But why are y'all laying at at this administration feet? No. It, it has to be agreed upon from both parties of this trade. And they didn't want to let go that other dude. They wanted, they said, they didn't want to let go motherfucking Brittany Griner. But the powers that be said, we'll do Brittany Griner. And keep in mind, everyone who is everyone that was close to that, and I'm not talking about just the administration. I'm talking about people who had, you know, connects with the administration. They were on their fucking necks. Get that girl home. Now, if you want that hero, that veteran to come home, get your party together and get on that motherfucking necks. Brittany Griner, baby. I'm happy you home. Girl, don't smoke.
<laughs> girl, don't you dare smoke. Be like, girl, I, child, look, I'm not picking up shit. I'm not doing an edible. I'm not doing a vape. I'm not doing none of that. You better sit your ass down. You gonna need to. You gonna. It's gonna take you at least six months of nothing but practice so that you can get back into your sports, make your money, find you a brand, and and keep it cute. Cause you are everyone's tongue now. I can't wait. I can't wait. Who's gonna give you the first interview? Cause we would ju- when they gave that girl that goddamn sentence, everyone heart fell. Because it just was like, what the fuck? I, I was like, I looked at this girl and I said, she's done. Like as far as her career, I was like, her career is dead. They literally murdered this girl' career. But she's been grace. She's been grace. And. So, I'm glad that she's at home, and I hope that she, t- you know, you know, be grateful. Like I told you, sweetheart, sit your ass at home, and if you have a house that is on a mortgage, pay for the house now. Because as you can see, in a f- moment... Shit can get taken away from you. Buy your shit and own your shit now. Yeah, TJ Holmes is being replaced. Shit. Let me think, who else are we talking about? This Deion Sanders. Y'all want to talk about Deion Sanders? Y'all want to talk about some Deion Sanders? Yeah, let's talk about him. First of all, I heard all of the, the arguments and from both sides and stuff like that. And now give a fuck what nobody says and stuff like that. My mind is made up. Deion Sanders ain't nothing but a motherfucking coon. And I don't care that he came out on 60 minutes or 60 seconds, wherever the fuck he was on that interview talking about that he had already had entertained the thought of, like, if someone gave him a better offer, he is going to run. Well, here's the thing, sweetheart. Here's the thing. You already knew what you was going to do in the beginning. You used those kids or those athletes to get the fuck on. Now, for those who don't know, Deion Sanders was the head coach for Jackson, and um, he's HBLC, LCC, um, you, and he had just, like, you know, left that team to go play for Colorado because they had more money for him. He abandoned them for money. And now everybody is divided, talking about, well, he was trying to get to the bag. He said he wasn't going to stay. And the fact is, is this. I know 
You are one of the greatest motherfucking football players. I know that. You have skills. You even have coaching skills. No one ain't knocking your ability. But the fact of it is, is this. Those other motherfucking universities was not checking for you. What you decided to do was you was like, well, since I can't get in there on my own merit. I'm going to have to leverage my skills with what I'm going to do with Jackson. When those schools started to see that you was kicking their ass with your team. You said, oh, well, shit, let me go over here. Oh God, I was looking at this um, interview with Dr. Umar, and um, Dr. Umar, God, I hate agreeing with him, but he's true. He's right about this. What Deion Sanders was supposed to do was this. He was supposed to use his fame, his notoriety, his skills, his connects, his money to make sure that he get retired fucking, um, football players so that he can bring them in at this school and they can get together and they be like, look, what we're going to do is we're, cause you're not, if you're not making a lot of money, but I'm going to give you an opportunity so that you can make some money and we can use your skills. So what you can do is we're going to make a agency, not an agency, but you know, we're going to put all of y'all into these HBCUs and we're going to give you a job, but you're also sharing your skills and stuff like that. Now, Deion Sanders had the notoriety, but Deion Sanders with his notoriety and his skills and whatnot could have brought and could have made not just one of him, but he could have made four of him. And none of those four, that could have turned into eight. Do you see what I mean? But he didn't. Deion Sanders went up in there because Deion Sanders already wanted to be Number one, and only wanted to be number one, and he used black athletes to leverage to get on a white team, which Deion Sanders always wanted to do. Those athletes have the right to be pissed off at him and his team. You see, he took his son, right? Deion Sanders bamboozled his own goddamn school and those athletes to get the fuck on. Now you got these stars and whatnot, or these celebrities and whatnot, coming to the um coming to the um defense of um Deion Sanders. Most of them are black. And I said the reason why they're doing that is because they're celebrities. Everybody is trying to get that back. Instead of trying to build something, they're trying to get to the back. They want to be on and them alone. But they don't want to lift up. It's a reflection of black celebrity. That's exactly what it is. 
That's why whenever they get on, they leave their neighborhoods. They leave, they, 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 something. I mean, it's unfortunate what happened to Nipsey Hussle. It's unfortunate what happened to him. But just like him, it's the same word with, um, what's that goddamn Tigger? See, they stay in their hood. They stay in there. They build theirs up. Which is what you're supposed to do. Every other culture and race do that. Except blacks. Blacks are quick to run to a white neighborhood. We're not going to go there. Deion Sanders out of here. What nobody says. You an asshole for that. You are an asshole for that, and ain't nothing good going to come from you. And I hope that the team that you got, or you think you finna um, cooperate, sweetheart, I hope they don't win, period. I hope another team slaughtered the fuck out of them. I know there's something else that's important to talk about. I was going to talk about that Boosie, but Boosie, girl, Boosie's a queen. I, I told you, I'm not going to say shit. I'm not going to say too much on uh, Boosie because I know that the person who he was fucking in jail is going to come out with an interview. And I, listen to me when I utter these words, y'all. The person who Boosie was fucking when he was in prison is going to come out. Harry and Megan, I saw the... um. The documentary and I loved it. What I do not like is is that okay. Here's the thing. Leading up to the release of this documentary, you had everybody that was running on the the Britain telly and the talk shows and talking about they're going to be talking about the family and bad mouthing the family. They was hyping this shit up to be a controversy oh look at that look at the trailer oh it wasn't that it baby when I tell you they hyped up this motherfucking goddamn documentary to make them seem like the enemy and then when it was released I saw all three child I saw it early in the morning beautifully done beautifully done I've always been Team Harry and Team Megan, but this first three episodes was simply, simply about them getting together. That's all it was about. And Megan navigating, navigating through the protocols of this institution of a family 
That's all it was about. To be honest with you, it was quite innocent. And yes, they went in on the British tabloids and the media because I don't care how many times they tried. Like they're doing what they're doing right now is they're literally nitpicking. Y'all don't like Megan because Megan is black. Y'all don't like Megan because Megan defied y'all. Like who the fuck is this nigger? You should be grateful that you are in the presence of royalty. A part of that family. This is the way that it is. And you need to learn your fucking place. And if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Well, hey, that's exactly what the fuck they did. Y'all went after this couple. Y'all went after them. And all they simply have done in this documentary is showing you how you did it. Whether it was in your face or it was very subtle. You got panels the next day talking about on the media. This is on British media. Talking about, oh, she was mocking how you curtsy and stuff like that. No, she wasn't. She was simply telling you that she did not know how to do it. And she thought that it was like what she saw in movies. She didn't know. Y'all are proving her point. Go watch it. Don't pay attention to those goddamn um, panel shows on the British television and stuff like that. Don't pay attention to them. Actually, you can watch them on YouTube and laugh at them. Because all they're doing is they're showing their cards. It's racism. They keep on coming after Megan because Megan's black. Yep. After seeing... I'm, I've always known it. But after seeing that, I was like, yeah, it's because she's black. All right, uh, I think the last two that we're going to talk about is the Summer Walker. Summer Walker, girl, listen, ain't nobody going to work for you for $2,000 a motherfucking month. And they have to bring their own car and work for you, like, for what? How many days? You didn't specify that. $200 a month? Bringing it, what? So then you're just asking for a slave, girl. Talking about they, they, they can't know who you are. She wants him to be white. She wants him to be a guy. Preferably gay. That in itself is going to cause a lot of troubles. Because you know queens are messy. And you know they're going to be all up in those circles. Telling and spilling all the tea. And they had to because the fact of it is, honey, you're giving them $2,000 a month. Maybe for one day. Wendy Williams, her son, 
is being evicted out of his $2 million apartment. You know what? I'm sure that Wendy Williams loves her son as as um through his father and stuff like that. But I think Wendy, Wendy Williams is not... I think it's a show what Wendy Williams is doing. I think Wendy Williams is... I think Wendy Williams is putting on a show. I think that what happened is, is that when that all fell out, um, her son picked a side, clearly his father, and she was like, okay, then go ahead. Because now Kevin, his father, he needs money. Wendy Williams is the one who got the money now. She's the one who got the money. Kevin going on motherfucking goddamn interviews talking about he needs some money to take care of his family. Sweetheart, you should have knew. You should have did that. You should have had that well in place. When you was going around here slinging dick, you should have had that well in place. But you didn't. You didn't. You got kicked to the curb and Wendy took all her money with her. Wendy Williams is going to come out on the radio pretty soon. And when it does settle, Wendy Williams is going to spill all the fucking tea. And I hope you girls, please, bring your cups so that you may get a sip of that tea. And learn from it. Because they tried to fuck Wendy over. And Wendy was like, no, honey. I've been in this game far too long. I know how this is running. I'm with you, team. I'm I'm with you, Wendy. Don't give your son no goddamn money. If you want to run over there to his daddy, let him run over there to his daddy. Who's broke right now with another kid. When they live out your life in that condo that you got in New York, eat all you want and keep it cute. You have fulfilled your life duties and now you're going to reap the rewards. Your son is going to have to navigate life now. Should have picked your mama. And those are your top stories in pop culture. Well, guys, it looks like we've come to the end of another great episode here on Sheen Thrills. I've been your host, Ethereal. And I look forward to chatting with you guys next week. If you'd like to write to us, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 